Welcome to Inside Jokes. This is about the art of comedy. With Sandra Carusi. We get in the mind of the comic. On Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good summer jam from like seven or eight years ago. Really nice summer song, right? I remember when this came out, I was like, that's every every summer there's a song, right? There's like, this is a summer jam. This was the anthem. This was the anthem of that summer. But then you pay attention to the lyrics and you're like, oh, it was This Is America before This Is America, really. But it was but, uh, hidden. Shooting hipsters. Shooting hipsters, that's what it is. Yeah. You, know, you know what I've learned? I, I also work in a brunch restaurant in Toronto, so that's like, you know, this city is nothing if not one Portlandia sketch that never aired. That's mostly what it is. <laughs> and I've learned you could be vegan but still have bacon all the time. Really? Yeah, that's a loophole. You could be like, oh, and also one-third of the population of Toronto by some miracle has celiac too, is another thing I've learned. I, I am celiac. Are you actually? Yeah, and I, I also have a sulfite sensitivity. See, I read this piece this lady wrote where she was like, can people stop going into restaurants and saying they have celiac because it's trendy? Because then those of us who actually have like severe celiac, it's like a boy who cried wolf thing. And you'll have servers and stuff that are just like, yeah, okay, we'll tell the kitchen. And then, then you come in. Rodrigo Fernandez stole, by the way, and you actually have celiac, and all of a sudden, you've got, you've been glutened. And then they're like, this guy is trying to be so cool with his <laughs> yeah. is it life-threatening. Cool? I don't know what it is. My friend Megan has it. She's just covered in rashes yeah. all the time. It doesn't seem cool. No, and that's what people do. Like, they'll go in because they want, they were like, I want to make sure I don't have gluten because they're on like a diet or whatever it right. is, or they just want to restrict it from their diet. So they'll just lie and be like, I have celiac. Nothing to do with comedy, but anyways, you're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, because your eyes can have it all. Your eyes can have it all. At Hakeem Optical, everybody sings it at least once. Our panel today, the voice you've already heard is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. He's a Canadian comedy award-winning actor. Writer and comedian, his short film job interview was screened at Vancouver's Northwest Comedy Fest and LA's Comedy Fest. Not this year, but it's in your bio. And I, I was going to say he recently performed at this year's North by Northeast. Um, that's semi-true? Um, <laughs> he was on the yeah, lineup. You, you at can the, change that to Friday night our spot got canceled because yeah. North by Northeast sucks. <laughs> there we go. I thought, I'll update the bio to that. And, of course, you host uh, Fog and Lasers yeah. at Toronto's Famous Comedy Bar. And our other friend joining us today is a comedian and writer who's appeared on the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, JFL 42, Montreal Sketch Fest, Milwaukee Sketch Fest. That's an old bio. That's an old bio, <laughs> courtesy of Yucks, but I put some new stuff in here. Uh, okay. And also North by Northeast. <laughs> but you About actually, four times. Yeah, you actually were it's there. It's always been bad. Yeah, I did it, I did it in 2013. And yeah. I did it in 2013. I'd been doing stand-up about a minute, and yeah. I had my jokes written on my hand, and yeah. people were paying for that. I had I did my I had a late show called The Night Is Young because everything was something something young. That was just the name of all my shows, and it was like yeah, house band. I even had an Andy. Oh, I did that. Yeah, I did The Night Is Young once upon. You a did time, do that, and once. I had a, a mug you gave me. The and... mug where I was in my gitch, my underwear. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a bunch of those. I never made those. Somebody made. You used to be able to drink out of those at comedy bar. 
Oh wow! Was it one of the ones where you filled it up and then it would change color? Or not even just you? You would wonder why it was there at Comedy Bar, and I don't know why Gary Rideout had a bunch of them. Uh, but of course, uh, Ashley Moffat has also been seen and heard on CBC television and regularly on SiriusXM. Those are more recent things. Sure. You know, you're out there doing it. Uh, so we have. I, I wanted to actually. So what? What exactly happened, Rodrigo? You you went and did the show. You went to do the show. Oh, just quickly, uh, they set up a comedy tent, um, which comedy they tent. did not advertise on their website. You know what it said on the website? What? Two little sentences that said, if you're in the mood for a laugh-tastic time, <laughs> oh, okay. go to the comedy tent. Didn't put an address, didn't put any names of who was performing. It just said, go to the comedy tent. I yeah. had so we had so many people walking by, being like, "What's go, what, what, what's going on?" <laughs> We're like, "Oh, a comedy show." They're like, "When it, when is it happening?" There's no PA system or mic. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, they forgot a PA system and mic, so we weren't <laughs> able to do anything. And uh, I ended up making a stupid little video, and um, yeah, so now I hate them. But you were there. Oh, I was there you know. for like three hours because I was like, I'm not leaving until I get paid. Well, like, yeah. you guys, this is my. Oh my god! You know, I like the co- the comedy tent. That's such a good generic offering you know do you like to laugh we have comedy that's it don't describe anything i any, think that would be a good club name says, uh, anytime someone describes comedy as laugh-tastic yeah i'd cringe that's a i cringe that puts yeah i looked it up on the website because i saw friends posting about it like yeah i'm gonna be performing comedy at north by northeast and i was like what who books this? I know. Who books this and why aren't I on it? So I went to the <laughs> website. I went to the website to see which doyoys got it over me and I couldn't find it. And yeah. I was left frustrated. I wasn't going to go, <laughs> but I wanted to know who was on it. Well, that was the thing too. I I saw that and I thought they stopped doing that. So yeah, yeah. same thing. And I was like, yeah. And Anyways, they, they, they kind of did. And they set it up at the bottom of the street, so it was yeah. young. They they advertised <sighs> it as Young and Dundas Square, but we were at like Young and Shooter. <laughs> That's and really nobody, where you want to be. Nobody though. wants to go down to Young and Shooter ever for to, to go in a tent. Daytime. To go in a tent. Yeah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> and I think we had about fifty people walking by saying. Oh, okay. Well, when's the comedy happening? And we yeah. just didn't know. We said we didn't know. Did they have like little arrows just like, just keep going down this back alley down Shooter Street. You'll find the tent soon. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's very off festival. All right. We'll be right back on Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy and you're listening to Sandra Cruci on Inside Jokes showcasing the best in comedy. Yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by Hakeem Optical, helping you see comedy more clearly. I don't know if they've embraced that. <laughs> that's not my slogan. That's Sandra Carusi's slogan. I don't know if they even are aware of that, but that's that's the tagline we have for them. I don't I'd know. say if you have to fight to embrace comedy, you shouldn't even be paying attention. To <laughs> yeah. You probably just need to go somewhere else. I think, yeah. Deal with your... Deal with your, uh, your internal struggle whatever that is i think we fight with audiences to embrace comedy enough of the time to begin with right yeah speak for yourself right (laughs) not me i'm like on hiatus right now i've disappeared for now but yeah i want to actually ask you guys with the different shows that you do and of course you know you both you're both writers you both acted in things uh you're both you both do stand-up sketch blah blah blah. you both run the gambit of many things 
a lot has changed in the last few years in comedy, especially like you see programming is changing because audience tastes are changing, right? And there's a lot of social politics that are changing and all that stuff. We know a lot of the things going on. How much do you guys think the comedy landscape has changed even over the last few years? I know we've kind of all been around the same-ish amount of time, and it's certainly a lot different now than when you started. But how much does the actual landscape of performing as a comic and just being in that world, how different is that now? Um. Well, I think it's it's always been changing. So uh, I, do, I do run into a few comics where we start talking about it and everyone's like, wow, it's changed so much. I'm like, well, it's always changing. Yeah. So like that's the point is just to continue and uh, kind of the, that's the, the challenge of it because certain things I wrote in my notebook like three years ago, I'm like, oh, well, that's not funny anymore. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and I can handle that. I'm not angry about how... People don't get my humor. Yeah. But at the same time, it does add the challenge of um, I I find that sometimes I'm like catering to certain people or like mm-hmm. it's this like pandering thing. And I'm like, oh, wait, I shouldn't be doing that. Just whatever you truly find funny, still do it. And you'll learn. And sometimes I do things and I hear the crowd say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which happened to me on Friday night, actually. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I learned my lesson. I was like, oh, okay, I should have done that differently or whatever. I'm not like walking away and being like, these people don't get it. Yeah. Well, and I think that is a cop out too. Like, especially that you're hearing a lot of that right now. Like that whole, the viral thing that was going around where it's like, well, you just can't do colleges anymore. Like, I don't know. I kind of fall on the side where it's like, you kind of, you, you do, you take the gig that you were booked for. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you get booked by someone and they say before the fact, by the way, you can't talk about X, Y, Z thing. You signed a contract. You took that yeah. amount of money. If you're getting paid, okay, yeah. I'll do whatever you say. It is. I go to Von Yekex and like I cater to them. I'm like, yeah. hey, hey, what do you guys wash your trucks with? Like, Exactly. I, you know, if yeah. I'm getting paid, I'm not going to die on that sword that yeah. like, Oh, I'm I'm an artist, and I'm gonna say what whatever I'm gonna say. No, I'm gonna get paid. So exactly, at the end of the day, it's a job. And I mean, that's just one of the main ingredients of comedy in the first place: is you read the room and you adapt to whatever that is, right? Yeah. And it is it is kind of crazy to me how much of that you're hearing now, where it's like, oh, it's just it's changed, man. There's no free speech anymore. There is. There's still rooms where you can do it's and say whatever diversity, you want. Too much diversity, man. Yeah, exactly. Too much diversity. Too many voices. Yeah, too yeah. many perspectives. I, m- I miss the old days. I will say, I yeah. do miss the old days. There are, there are so many lesbians now, and really, like, I used to get booked on a lot more things. You're come, drowning come, in lesbians. You yeah. know, come pride, I was just so, so busy, and now everyone's a lesbian. It, it is. <laughs> can I actually plug my uh, show yes. uh, Rod and Lesbians um, Who books that? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me That's me the main question I have always. that perspective It is true Like cause you would even, You know even, even here in Toronto Which you know Quote unquote Is Canada's comedy hub Which just Which for anyone listening Just means every comic From every other city Eventually moves here Thinking alright I got to the top of Calgary Now I'm gonna go make the bit And then they get to Toronto And they're like Oh there's 2500 of you And I'm just going to tell jokes to five of you in the back of the room at one in the morning and no one's listening. But anyways, it's, you know, the hub. And it's true. Like even a few years ago, it would be like every show would be like, well, we have to have the quote unquote, the token lesbian or the token bi guy or the token. Yeah. Not just straight white dudes. But yeah, now it's just like 
People, I think, and we were talking about this a bit last week, people just want to see themselves reflected in whatever it is they're watching a yeah. little bit, you know, and comedy, awesome. yeah, and comedy falls in that same category. As much as people want escapism, like, there's a lot of crappy stuff going on in the world all the time, and particularly right now, if you go to, you want to go sit in a movie theater for two hours and just block stuff out, right? Same yeah. thing with a comedy show, but you don't want to go to a comedy show and obviously it's it has to relate to you in mm-hmm. some way, so you can't sit there and be like, all of this is over my head or I just don't care about any of this. I don't see myself in any of this. Yeah, and we're living in a time now where we want to see as many perspectives as possible. We don't mm-hmm. get to see, um, I don't know, like uh, a good example was the the Ghostbusters reboot. That was like yeah. the all-female. I hate saying that, all-female. <laughs> but it was a really cool reboot. Didn't do so well. It didn't mm-hmm. do so well. It got a lot of backlash because, you know, uh, it was people trying out stuff. But nobody, you know, like that movie didn't do so well. And it was like, it was because it was women. And you're like, what? Nobody says the like 180 white dude films that yeah. don't do well are because it's, oh, well, it's because it was white dudes. No, everyone's <laughs> yeah. always like, oh, because, yeah. you know, it just, it wasn't its time. But a woman's movie comes out and it's like, yeah, it was because it was women. Well, and you're like, what? That yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> just for that fact, we still need to just like keep making movies with people of color and women all the time and then just keep shutting these like straight white dudes out the door yeah actually i wanted to jump back on something with that when we come back we're going to go to break now we'll be right back on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto hola this is marta chavez and you're listening to sandra carusi on inside jokes on global news radio 640 toronto welcome back to inside jokes right here on global news radio 640 toronto we are joined by rodrigo fernandez Stoll, and ashley moffat and uh before the break we were talking about uh well a little bit about representation in comedy and how sort of for new formats are growing and audience tastes are changing not even just audiences are in a way demanding quote unquote that they see just more of themselves reflected in what we're putting on stage and same goes for everything in pop culture right now and and we were talking about the Ghostbusters reboot last year that got just stomped on so much Mm -hmm. and you know and it is weird to say Rodrigo you mentioned before the break like it's weird to say the all-female version but that's you know that's what people remember but it is crazy how you know at first you had all these people on the internet uh just going well that's not a true that's not a true reboot. Like you're taking, you're ruining our childhood. Yeah, there's, <laughs> no there's a lot of that. Yeah, you're just like what? Dan yeah. is your like your childhood. Yeah, like, and take it easy, so white weird. dudes that were born in the early '80s, because like yeah. there was a lot of that. Remember, in, it was like 2016 was the year when just a lot of famous people died, which by the way happens all the time because that's how time works. Just happened that year that there was a lot of people who were baby boomers. So just keep get ready for more of that to happen. By the way, but anyways. Bummer. You know, all these people my age. I'm sorry, people die? People die. A lot of people. And all these people my age were like hitting the internet and being like, that's, oh, man. And every name would just get tacked onto the list. It's like, that's it, man. My whole childhood's Not gone. Not this person, yeah. too. Yeah. Damn you. Like, so all of you, yeah, you had like a, a Prince lunchbox and, and David Bowie was your childhood hero, but also so yeah. was like Harold Ramis or whoever, you know, Ivan Reitman. One of them is still alive. Maybe one of them is. Who, whatever. Is. I mean, like, yeah. uh, like a lot of these people are dying, and like we didn't really know who they were. So like, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's chill out on idolizing everybody who we didn't know yeah. that well. Just keep on keep that same Facebook status, and then edit every time someone new yeah. dies, and add that name into the list. You know, there was yeah. some of that. But the Ghostbusters thing was crazy because it opened up this nasty door 
of hate. You know, at first it started off as like a trickle where it was like this. No, no, you can't do this to Ghostbusters. And racism. <laughs> and racism. Yeah. That's what I was going to oh, say. Like the stuff with Leslie Jones was insane. Awful. Didn't she? She got rid of her Twitter for She a did. She, she like, go, like well, this is awful. Like people were tweeting Roseanne level things yep. at her. Like Same similar stuff. things. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, okay, like Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's swipe that and then let's bring it to Ocean's 8 because that's actually the movie that's out right now. That's yeah. a oh, yeah. all-female uh, driven film remake whatever you want to call it but I thought I think it's really cool that these movies are, I mean, my opinion doesn't matter in this whole thing. It's like whoever goes to see the movie but we should keep making these movies. Whatever mm-hmm. remakes, I don't really care, sure but yeah. let's just keep making and movies with like been... the un... The, the stars that we've never seen before, you yeah. know, instead of I don't I don't really care if uh, Devin Sawa is in the movie <laughs> anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, in 95, that mattered. He's still a star. You know, as he said. Yeah, no, he's not. I oh. don't know. But it's true because I think even the studios are going, well, there's a huge audience out there that just hasn't been showing up for the most part, you know, or they do, like there's a lot of people that haven't been reached because they're like. Well, that's uh, that's not me up on screen. Trump's America. Trump's America. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, why not make as many of these as possible? Plus, Hollywood has always cranked out remakes. So if you're going to do that, why not actually reach out to people who have not been represented up on screen before? You know, Black Panther was a great example of that, like we were saying earlier, right? I mean, kids who grew up and they're like, yeah, well, uh, none of these superheroes are me, though. Now yeah. they see it, right? Yeah, and then you get like, you know, the the... The people of color that are all growing up and they're like, man, I, you know, I never saw this growing up. I, I didn't have this. I, now I'm seeing this like badass superhero and it means a lot and it helps them put it like a positive uh, vision towards their future instead of seeing like a, you know, it's always just like a thug or like some sort yeah. of like person in trouble with the law or like Denzel Washington yelling on a screen. <laughs> like. Yeah, I know. For me, um, Wonder Woman was like looking in a mirror. Um, oh, I can see the resemblance. You brought your, you brought your shield. Wow, cool. I don't know. Even for you in comedy, Ashley, like, was there any of that before for you coming up, where it was like anyone who particularly you felt sort of led the way for you in a way, like anyone you looked up to? Because I feel like, obviously, for me, in a way, it was different because comedy 15 years ago was just like 700,000 straight white dudes in sport coats and Reeboks. <laughs> well, I you know? was I was pretty obsessed with Sarah Silverman to the point oh, yeah. where I lied to my mom when I was in grade nine saying I needed her stand-up DVD for a school project. <laughs> <laughs> and she bought it for me. Um, so I was obsessed with her. Uh, yeah, I guess that that's who. I know, and I, actually, that's funny. Like, I, feel, I always feel like Silverman doesn't get enough credit in that department of, like... She's amazing. You know, she was back there 30 years ago, almost, and, like, plowing through whatever would have been the boys' club of then. Oh, yeah. You know? Totally. So, like, she was the first to do so many things. Tig, too. Like, Tig has always yeah, been Tig's my favorite. Yeah, Tig's amazing. Yeah, and nobody really talked about Tig until, like, you know, the the one, the landmark year, like, the Largo year was, like, breast cancer and yeah, split yeah, up yeah. and her mom and all that stuff. Nobody really talked about it until she had nothing left. Yeah, until she had nothing, and everyone's like, "Maybe she's got some." Yeah, (laughs) who's this new comic? Yeah, this new voice in comedy. All right, we're gonna come back. We'll be right back here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Hey, this is Marcel St. Pierre, and you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Brought to you by Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can't have it all at Hakeem Optical. Oh, Look at wow. that. You guys even sang together. Maybe if Ashley could pull off that harmony, we would <laughs> I'm, be way, right? way more I was going to say, you know, we're, oh, we're getting man. into some some pretty deep talks today yeah. on the show. And I'm glad. And if you're just tuning in now, we have Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll and Ashley Moffat in studio with us. Mm-hmm. And we've been getting into a little bit of the politics of comedy now and festivals that are not the best. I just want to say so far on the show, it's great having you guys together in studio and having a good open conversation, I feel like the, the has the air cleared. You guys aren't in this like sort of. I mean, what was there's this been feud? tension. There's been tension there's throughout tension. the years. Uh, I've passed Ashley many times in the uh, you could say comedy hallway. The you know, um, and uh, there's always been like a little nudge, little nudge, little like little elbow, yeah. and uh, you know, a little a look. So one time she gave me a look, and she gave me like the pointing to her eyes saying like I'm watching you. Yeah. And um I took that as a I took that as like a challenge and then uh and then yeah, we've been kind of back and forth throughout the years. Mm-hmm. I I feel like um I don't know, I fe- I feel like uh one of these days I'm going to snap. You're just going to snap. Yeah. Was there something that originally sort of kicked it off or you guys just always just didn't vibe together? I mean, I I was in the market for a nemesis. Uh, this guy fit the bill. The We've got a, we a have a similar aesthetic. We both have mustaches so. and glasses. Hakeem Optical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know something about the cut of his jib I don't like. Um, and you know so quick to complain. I try and set up a comedy tent at North by Northeast. Um, it's a horrendous failure, and I don't want to say everyone's blaming on it for me being a woman, uh, but I just said it. Well, <laughs> you know what? It's like they were promised a laughtastic time, and yeah. I mean, when I when I hear laughtastic <laughs> time, <laughs> I picture like a solid. Uh, you know, show of like six minutes each. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picture confetti and, um, you know, uh, like at least uh, showing like a like a reel of Jeremy Piven's best <laughs> material, you know? So that's not what happened. It was, it was just me on a stage with no mic, no PA. And uh, so I did have time to go over my Fringe show. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, so I uh, at the Toronto Fringe Festival coming in July. It's called uh, uh, Rodri Going For It. Uh, <laughs> Fog and Lasers musical. Um, Glenn Sumi, uh, <laughs> he reviewed it and said, if you buy me dinner, I'll give you four ends. Um, I bought him three dinners. And uh, yeah, I've been the best reviewed show in the city for a while <laughs> for that reason. I feel like... The mystery person who who booked, if you will, this comedy tent this year. I owe them a lot. And if they <laughs> happen to be driving home from the Muskokas this Sunday night right now at 8 p.m., they're pulling over to the side of the highway somewhere with 
a tear rolling down their cheek. <laughs> and I want them to phone us and let let us know who this mystery person was that that booked the comedy show that never was at North by Northeast. I'm I'm sure it's such a mess that there's like five people <laughs> yeah. doing that in their cars going, well, that was my job. No, it was my job. No, Do you think it was mine. That's uh, that's how much of a mess it was. Or maybe it was like a Humber assignment this year or something where it was oh, like yeah. first years, here's a good, a, this is a good project, book a festival. Book a festival. <laughs> you know? But Mr. Gutman, I don't, I, I don't know how to do that. Just just improvise. Are you Humber alumni? Oh, I'm a Humber alumni. You're both oh, Humbers, actually, yeah. I'm sorry. I actually went for a year, and then I dropped out. All in the, the good ones didn't graduate. I dropped out in the first week of the second year. Yeah. I failed mm-hmm. an elective, and then I was told to leave. <gasps> but not in a bad way. It was like, oh, you, you're not a student. Like, you, you don't, you're not supposed to be going to school. Go, like, just try it. But do now, it. now that you're successful, they probably are like, Humber alumni. Rodriguez. Well, actually, I've, yeah. I've heard, yeah, I still go do the shows. I go yeah. on Tuesdays to be like, yeah, I used to go here. Yeah. But uh, I've heard of students, old students who got kicked out or oh, yeah. dropped out, go back. Humber will be like, come back and we'll pay we'll for pay you for to it. come back. Yeah. I and went I've to heard people about who that. had their class paid for, their schooling paid for. Yeah. yeah. And Tricks. I w- Oh, really? Yeah, oh, he was wow. my classmate. <laughs> you were in there with tr- in tricks oh, wow. here. Wow! Yeah, I didn't get asked to audition. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! He works Neither for did I. Uh, yeah, he works for Xbox now. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. That's right. Um, I didn't get asked either, and I was always very hurt by that. Yeah, me too. You I, know, I have. I fit the bill. I was like at the time twenty something year old Caucasian <laughs> straight ish male I at the time. Feet, so yeah, I don't really know how that would go over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the, with the Humber thing, I was like kind of jealous when I heard about that stuff. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. in like acting and stuff. Why aren't they asking me? <laughs> and then later on, I'm like, wait, I don't want to go back to school. Yeah, and no. I'm like, this is the no. whole, that was the whole point. That no. seems to be always the way, right? It's like these, like the people who, who just go and like make it big or at least to, ha- you know, get a career for themselves. That's when their school that they got kicked out of or dropped out of is like there you are one of us but that's how comedy works in canada too yeah it's like as soon, once you go you could be as big as you want here but once you go to the states then then we'll reel you back, back in yeah. yeah like you that they came from here though by the way that's the dream we just didn't care when you were when you were here or at least put me on like a humber like a humber ad like a those humber bus, ad. those bus ads and yeah. work Yo, yeah. what up? Yeah. I was only there for a year. Yeah, or come back and host the industry night. That's another, you know. Oh, yeah. Some of those are grads, but some of those are just like people we really like. Nigel and I taught a, a class once, a seminar. Oh, really? <laughs> All right, you know what? We got to go to break. I'm going to ask you about that when we come back. We'll be right back right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. It's just, it's a beautiful Sunday night. We're coming home from the lake, from the cottage. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a, just a nice greasy bag of Wendy's uh... sitting in your passenger seat. You're diving in. You just put two fries in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I had a... You know, Wendy's isn't a sponsor, but they could be. There's nothing saying they can't be. Uh, I had a Baconator the other day, though. Stop it. Where? At at Wendy's. Where? Oh, in Regent Park. And I'm fine with the, that entire sentence. Uh, 
I deserved it. It I was a long like day. I, I felt sorry for you. <laughs> you know what? At one I've, point in that yeah. sentence, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. And I, 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 I'll make it even worse. I went on Tinder while I was in the. Oh, oh man. nice. So it was just a nice, and it was a Saturday night. And I bet one message that you sent to somebody, somebody was like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up with you? Just, just halfway through the Baconator. Yeah. The sun is setting. I'm in Regent Park. Open late. Uh, just swiping. Open late. Yeah. It was a nice little Saturday night. Not, he says you know. that sounds so sad, but like that sounds really awesome to me. You know, yeah. I, it's one of those I miss things. Tinder, I miss Wendy's. There is not a Wendy's in this city. No. And I'm more sad that there's no, and this is a, this is a hot button issue for me. There's no Arby's in Toronto. Arby's is tough. I'm going to top you. Yeah. Where have all the Olive Gardens gone? I know. Long time passing. Yeah. I'm going to go to the States to get that salad dressing. You do. I. That was one of my favorite things uh, as a boy, to uh, going to Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth was the better Thunder Bay. For me growing up, Duluth, they had all the cool stuff. They had an old country buffet. They had an Olive Garden, so that's why you would go. They had all the. Th- they had Dr Pepper before you would have to go to Sam's Club in Duluth. Oh God! Load up on Dr Pepper, which is the best cola. Let's be honest. The last time I ha- I went to an Olive Garden was yeah. was probably five years ago. I was doing shows in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and before a show, I was like, "I'll go to Olive Garden and sit down and have a fettuccine Alfredo." <laughs> oh man, so bad. I I think I almost died in my hotel room Mm -hmm. last year going out west that was my catalyst was we have to stop at every arby's because toronto used to have one and it was in the eaton center and i was willing to go to the eaton center to get those beef and cheds you know but i it's gone now so every time i'm out west and even there's one in my hometown my hometown is like the start of arby's territory in Canada. They've got them in we Hamilton. We stopped at every one. Do they have it in Hamilton? Oh, yeah. I'll move back to Hamilton. I don't care, Toronto. You know what they don't wow, have? Burger a... Kings. They don't have Burger Kings because <laughs> the guy who owned all the Burger Kings in Hamilton, yeah. he didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> That's the ad. Tale is oldest. <laughs> That's a very Hamilton <laughs> scenario right yeah. there. Dear Hamilton, I'm sorry that I had to remove all the Burger Kings, but my tax evasion fell into play. The kingdom collapsed <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer the burger king <laughs> i wonder if that was like a local news item too like on chch just like well the, the burger kings are shutting down due to tax evasion it was hot button in my household <laughs> I mean, that's all we could talk about i just read about how ronaldo the the famous soccer player you yeah. guys know ronaldo oh yes he's got into tax evasion problems <laughs> really and, yeah he owes like 14 million pounds or something like that wow he's um, but he's uh, deking them yeah, yeah he's deking the taxes and the all the headline just said was like he owes that much like it didn't yeah. say anything else it said like maybe jail time but like yeah. he's not going to go to jail no he's not going to go to jail like yeah. a person like that yeah. and i'm like that that's news is that he owes money. Like, yeah, I just didn't really find it news like headline worthy. I was like, a lot of money, sure, but I mean, if you look at how much he makes, mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at how much I make and I owe certain, like, you know, I owe some money in taxes. So I was like, imagine the headline was just some regular <laughs> dude. It was like, yeah, Rodrigo owes seven <laughs> grand in taxes. Toronto Star headline. And it's just a picture of me on my computer in my kitchen in my underwear. Yeah. 
figuring it out. Like, God damn it. How do I log into this government website? What? I need a code. Ugh. <laughs> I've been actually, and we have the the World Cup is on right now in the studio, and I'm noticing this year because yes. I don't pay attention. I don't pay attention to most sports. The, the greatest sport in the world. Well, and you know what? I'm enjoying it this year because I've never noticed this before. But I'm I've just it's on mute everywhere I go in the city right now. I think it's because soccer players are all hot. That's what I like. So it's on mute. So I don't care who's winning or losing. I just it's good on mute for they're, me. That's fine. I think they're the best in shape athletes. They totally yeah, are. I was watching the Portugal Spain game. Yeah. Of like, they're the hottest teams in the whole. For thing. sure, yeah. And I'm sitting down watching it with my girlfriend, and she's just looking at the screen, and she goes, "Like, it's distracting how incredibly, <laughs> yeah, handsome these guys and are. They all have like tans and fades and like sleeves and stuff. It's ridiculous. Because then you look at hockey, and it's like mullet town and no teeth, you know. But then yeah. soccer is like, wow, everybody here from is beautiful. Surrey, BC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It totally is. I also, I want to, it's a weird thing to recap as we, we uh, go into our final segment here, but we were talking earlier about a f- the foot fetish thing. Footgate. A lot of topical Xbox stuff gate. here. Stuff from current stuff. We're really, we're finally hitting 2015 on today's Do any show. Do comics listen to this show? I don't they're know. they're probably sitting there going, why the frig are you talking about yeah. this? Like, <laughs> and no it's even an inside thing. Like, the guy but, works more than any of he us. Does. Like, he does. That's true. a lot of money. He's that's successful. True. Let's start the, a scandal. But oh. the one thing I always was curious about that. Let me take a photo. Well, of Well, I was your curious hands. about many things. Let me take that. a photo of your hands. I have dainty little, never drank a Just glass let's of milk. Start kind a of Rodrigo hands. wants photos of everyone's hands. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that would make more sense. I, I don't understand the foot thing. Oh, I Quentin totally Tarantino has I a foot get, thing, I, by I, the way. I get it totally. All of his no, movies it. have like Uma Thurman's feet in close up, but yep. I don't understand specifically the male foot thing because, like, if you've ever seen a grown man's like. Most of us aren't don't have good feet. Like men's grown man's toes look like used heroin spoons. I'm gonna be in, honest like it's with not you. good. I don't understand men's anything. <laughs> yeah, well, fair. <laughs> but uh, watch the soccer players, though. And, no, you sure, know, yeah. I mean, yeah. the one that gets me is uh, I, I. A lot of people think that like side boob is like the hottest thing. Yeah, no. and whenever I look <laughs> at a side, men. whenever I look at a side boob photo, it's basically your armpit. Yeah, kind of is. So yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. or do we find the armpit to be? Because that's it's it's right next door to it. It is. So you're looking at it, or it's just the little reveal of the boob. It is, but a clavicle. Wait, is that your clavicle? <sighs> I don't know. I'm or is not, this your? I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a science doctor. We went to comedy school. <laughs> I went to community college film school, and not in this community. So yeah, none of us know. All right. We'll watch the the soccer players on mute. We'll be right back, right here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hey, Sandra. Today is a five tips for sellers. Although most listing realtors include staging, you can start the process before you list by one, decluttering your home, two, neutralizing your home, three, deep cleaning the entire house, four, repair any issues, and fix up the yard or tidy your condo balcony if that's what you've got. There you have it. For anyone that I can help, call or email me with any questions. 
They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now, back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the Sunday drive home. Maybe you've had a nice weekend out at the lake with the kids. You tune in because you need to know what's going on in Canadian stand-up comedy, uh, which we haven't really talked about at all today. Well, we did a little bit earlier. We got into the politics of comedy, the landscape of comedy today, and then we just veered off into movie remakes and foot fetishes and stuff like that and slammed a couple festivals that probably we just guaranteed won't happen again. No, just one festival that that Mm -hmm. didn't do their job. That didn't do their job. I mean... Who cares? It's more that I felt like to them, comedians don't really matter at all. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I find yeah. very disrespectful. Like it's a supplementary and I, whatever and portion I, yeah, of the, And I yeah. hate the whole idea of, yeah, you're a comedian. You can do whatever. Just get up and do your thing. You don't mm-hmm. need a mic. And I'm like, well, there's presentation. I like presentation. Yeah. Isn't that the funny thing? You see that in a lot of places where it's like, oh, you guys need lights and stuff. And like, it's like. Yeah, it's you're not it's not the same as well, I have one buddy there that makes everyone laugh at kitchen parties. It's not that. No. But people think it's that. That's like, still really fun. It is fun to do. I like kitchen parties. Kitchen parties are yeah, great. That's you my know? friend Glover. He <laughs> friggin' kills it. Glover. Yeah, that's a good name too. Yeah, yeah Glover. Yeah. Do they, awesome. have a, do they have a ponytail? Yeah, actually, he has long <laughs> curly hair. No, this guy that... dresses up as a Sasquatch and walks up and down the Bruce Trail as a joke. Oh, that's good. So <gasps> he's, he's from Hamilton. Yeah, I love that guy. He lives outside of a graveyard. Hamilton just oh, has sorry. the best people. I yeah. There was one guy I met there. There was a friend of an ex of mine when I lived there, and he like legally changed his name to, to, to Robot. <laughs> like went through all the paperwork and everything. It's just because it's Hamilton. You can do those kinds of things. Yeah, I'm not from Hamilton. So it's a everything great place. You're saying right now, I'm like, oh, this is what I've thought about Hamilton. Yeah, this yeah, whole yeah. Time, and it's yeah. all true. Yeah. All right. I yeah. I lived there for like three and a half years, and I loved it. I love that city. It's it's great. Toronto is wrong about Hamilton every time. And now for your weekly listings. Don't forget to check out ComedyRecords.com for the latest album releases from Canada's top stand-ups and sketch comics, and hit up ComedyBar.ca to see the latest shows happening here in Toronto and the famous Rivoli live comedy downtown Toronto every Monday night. Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times or our TV show The Frantics, Four in the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of frantic times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now for this week's Comedy RX featuring Kate Barron. Uh, tell you a little bit about me. Um, I'm 34 and I'm single. And when you hear those two things in the same sentence, if you listen really carefully, all the way in the distance, you can actually hear my mom's disappointment. <laughs> You can't hear? You can't. My sister says this really loud. My mom's not even the worst, right? It's my friends. Because I'm at the age where all my friends are getting married and settling down and having kids. And I can tell they want me to do it too. They want me to come over the dark side. I can tell because they do this really passive aggressive thing with me. And what it is, is anytime there's a photo of me posted on Facebook holding one of their. Little 
are just like, that looks good on you. That looks really good on you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But I am a grown woman. And I know that just because something looks good on me doesn't mean I have the energy to deal with it every single day. And if I did, You've had a great time today with Ashley Moffat and Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll. I want to find out where can the people watch you and see you live and find all of the things you guys do. What do you have coming up? If you go to CBC Comedy, uh, their website, you can look up a show called The Amazing Gale Pile. Uh, it's a show I work on where I uh, do a bunch of different jobs with uh, uh, wicked wicked production company called LaRue. Uh, it's called The Amazing Gale Pile. You can watch on that. Um, I also uh, I'm on a show called Kim's Convenience. You can watch that uh, anytime on Netflix or CBC. And uh, I'm working on a show right now called Northern Rescue, which will be on Netflix, uh, I think, in the fall. Excellent. You got a full plate. Yeah, fun full times. Plate. Rodrigo and Ashley Moffat, where can we see you? Not as many things. Um, <laughs> I'm doing Sirius XM Top Comic right now. Yeah. Uh, in a couple weeks, Google me and then vote for me. I need the money. It's for $25,000. I am in Ronaldo levels of debt. Uh, <laughs> read a paper. <laughs> um, um, so that, and uh, I am also a licensed private investigator. So if you need any of that, find me. Licensed that's private investigator. Awesome. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in a bit right now or not. Is that an yeah. actual thing? Oh my god, I thought everyone knew that. No. Yeah, no, that's, that's my side hustle. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's not so private anymore. No, if no, no, you're no. Doing no. It, but that's I've that's, got wigs. You must have like a crazy amount of stories. Yeah, that is literally the coolest thing any comic in Toronto is doing. Yeah. Outside of comedy. It was like, Rodrigo, I, I have three that. TV shows. Watch these three TV shows. Ashley's a PI. So there you go. Thank you once again for tuning in to Inside Jokes. And keep it tuned right here for the Dating and Relationship Show coming up with Laura Bellotta right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.